Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. I see you over there, walking intently on a mission to get in the house, groceries in one hand, children in bags in the other. The stress of the day is on your face and the kids are looking to see if your expression will give them a glimpse into your temperament. I see you. Right there, I see you burning the midnight oil, finishing up a business paper. The house is still as everyone sleeps. All needs have been met and you sit at the kitchen table, paper on one side, and coffee on the other. You work with periodic thoughts of the bed as you wish you were in it. Mm. Yes, I see you, that, that knot you just found under your arm as you prepare to launch your day. You're going full throttle, and that knot has stopped you dead in your tracks. Plans have changed And next steps are not so clear. I see you. Mm, Yeah, you across town. I, I hear you as you rise early to make it into work early so that you can get off early to grab the kids and get home to prepare dinner so that the kids complete homework, eat dinner, and get to bed early. Mm hmm. I hear you. I see you. The hurt, the pain, the suffering, the shame of you, the abused one. And it's gone on too long. But you wonder, where do I go? What do I do? Why go on? I see you trying to be understood in a world dominated by people who don't look like you. I see your work paving the way and setting the standard, but never getting recognized. I see it. I see the frustration as the atmosphere of defeat hangs over your head. Oh, beautiful one, I see you as you wonder why you're alone. What's wrong with me, you ask, and try to negate everything about yourself. When the reality is, you are perfectly fine. I see you struggling to lose five pounds. Just five of the, uh, uh, yeah, pounds that you need to lose to regain control of your health so that you will be around to live life and live it in abundance. I see you. I hear you. I feel, I know. Don't think that you're alone. You're not. And don't think that you will be stuck always because you won't. Reach out for help. Do whatever is necessary to help you to hold on. Stay the course. Stay strong. You will persevere. Your affirmation I am not alone. My situation is not unique to me. Just as I have experienced so many things, others have experienced 
so many things too. I may not have all the answers, but I refuse to give in. I will not give up. I will keep the faith, gain access to the resources and the support, and I will survive. I will come out of this the victor, and I will thrive. Main level. Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. Coming to you this month with a theme of surviving to thrive. And with me today, I have Denisha Nicole Bailey. Denisha hails from Brooklyn, New York. She is the founder of Waiting in Heels and the Single Happy and Strong Ladies Coach. She says that women of faith rely on her for the guidance they need to dump the baggage of past relationships and turn their right now season into one of healing, self-exploration, and purpose so that they can be complete, whole, and live abundant lives. Welcome, Denisha. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on with us for this theme, uh, this month's theme of I Survive to Thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that this month, you know, there's so many awareness things going on this month. There's breast cancer awareness and Mm -hmm. domestic violence awareness and a couple of other causes out there. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be the perfect month to talk about, you know, how we as women face challenges mm-hmm. and give our stories of how we've survived, and, you know, coming out on the other side, sometimes wondering if we would. Right. Coming out and not just coming out, but thriving. Yeah. So that is where I'm trying to, or that is where we are focusing this month. We're not trying, we're actually doing <laughs> Awesome. I introduced you, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, anything that I left out, anything that you want our audience to know about you? Yeah. So um, as you said, thank you once again for having me on your podcast. Um, this has truly been a blessing and definitely want to talk to, you know, the women out there that have um, struggled, but have definitely come out on the other side and are thriving. And also talk to those that still might be in the struggle and just need that extra help or direction to help them thrive. So as you said, my name is Denisha. I hail from Brooklyn, New York. (laughs) Um, you know, the hometown of Biggie. So I I love, (laughs) I am a fan of BK all day, but um, (laughs) my family also comes from Panama and Jamaica. So I have a little bit of Caribbean and um, some Latin roots in me. Um, I am a proud member of the Greater Allen Cathedral um, Church in Queens, New York, under pastors Elaine and Floyd Flake. Um, and I am an avid book reader. I am, um, I've danced professionally before. I used to be a professional dancer in a previous life. And um, writing, writing is what I do now, and um, it's one of my my um, go tos, especially journaling when I need to work through, you know, my own mental mess and get through um, some of my own challenges. So yeah, that's a little bit a little bit about me. Awesome, awesome, and it's always good to hear what people do to kind of relax and what Mm -hmm. they're is, you know, because like I said, the podcast, or maybe I didn't say it this time around, but our podcast is definitely designed to be able to reach women at all levels of life, Mm -hmm. all walks, doing all types of things. And it just so, it's great to hear other people give their 
you know, their stories mm-hmm. and tell their journey. And it, you know, I guarantee you that some of what you say, if not all of what you say, is gonna resonate with somebody. Okay. I, pray, somebody. I pray so. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So tell us a little about what you do. I know I talked about you being the creator of waiting and heals. Yes. And um just tell us a little about, you know, what that's about and anything else that you do professionally? Yeah. So I've been in, before I talk about waiting in heels, I've been in education for a little over 12 years. Um, I never thought that (laughs) I would be a teacher, but God is just, he has, he definitely has a sense of humor. I think, you know, there's a saying that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And (laughs) so I know he has definitely um, had a ball laughing sometimes at my own thinking, but I've been in education for a little bit over 12 years. Um, I have been, I've had a myriad of experiences from being in college administrator to being a founding operations manager for a charter school here in Brooklyn, New York, um, to teaching. Um, presently, I am currently serving as the Associate Dean of Students for a high school in Brooklyn and New York, which I am so grateful for this opportunity, even during this pandemic, to be able to coach teachers, be able to give support to families and my students. So that's a little bit of what I do on the professional end. Um, in terms of the business hat that I wear, Waiting in Heels is my baby. Um, I I came, I would say God gave me the idea of Waiting in Heels in 2015 when I was going through my own um, healing and purpose, doing my own healing and purpose work. Mm. And it initially started as a blog for single women um, mm. of faith as a way to encourage women that are waiting you know, waiting for marriage, um, waiting to be a wife. And so I shared some of my own, you know, struggles in the wait, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, as well as I started Daughters of Wisdom, which Mm -hmm. is the next level, which um, is also a blog, but women that are married or divorced, they write pieces to encourage, enlighten, and also inspire singles. Because I think sometimes, I know for me, I didn't grow up in a household seeing, um, my parents were married, but they divorced when I was very young. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see what a healthy marriage looked like. And so the da- Daughters of Women um, Wisdom came out of Titus 2, where the older Yes. You know, are instructed to teach the wiser and or the younger. And older doesn't mean necessarily age, but I'm talking about wisdom. You know, when you've been married and you've gone through some things, um, there's some life lessons that you can teach to those that are coming up. And mm-hmm. so that's what the purpose of the daughters serve. But recently, um, I'm moving just away from, or God is moving me (laughs) just Uh away from having this serve only as a blog for single women to really helping women of faith overall with their purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Because part of waiting for anything or waiting for marriage is that you should come into your own purpose. You should become you know, whole on your own. You don't need anyone, whether it's male, female, to completely complete you. And so I, after going through my healing work and doing some additional work on me, um, Mm -hmm. God has really showed me this is something that's for all women. And so Mm -hmm. I'm moving more into coaching. I'm launching um, my coaching business next year to work with women and helping them discover their purpose and mm-hmm. also do some of the work around their mindset. Yes. Anytime you try to step into purpose, step into what God has for you, you best to believe the devil oh, yeah. will be there, you know, to try to circumvent what God um, is trying to do. And we know that the devil doesn't win, but we need no. tools and we definitely need guidance to do some of the the inner work so we can walk confidently in our purpose. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Oh my goodness. You hit on so much, (laughs) so many things there. It's funny when you were talking about working or having the married women Mm -hmm. to really, you know, give advice to the younger women. I immediately thought about that scripture in Titus as well, because Mm -hmm. we are instructed to do just that. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, I really, w- and I did, I, sh- I started to say, I really wish I had that, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blessed with a real good example in my parents mm-hmm. who, uh, were married for 50 some odd years when my, when my dad passed away and, you know, just relationships mm-hmm. around me that I really had as a good example of, mm-hmm. of the things to expect and, you know, some of the things to aspire to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, everybody doesn't have that. Right. And for right. that reason, you know, we really are obligated to, and that's why the scripture tells us to do mm-hmm. just that, to reach back and, and help others who are who are trying to get where we are right now, who, who mm-hmm. are, you know, ladies waiting and, and preparing for that relationship, that, mm-hmm. that long-term relationship that's coming. Yeah. And that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Yeah. And your coaching. I love <laughs> it. I love it. And you know, it all just really kind of falls hand in hand. Yeah. Um, as you know, I do career coaching, mm-hmm. but prior to getting into really, really talking about the career, I do things a little differently mm-hmm. because I try to look at the entire person. Mm-hmm. So before you can really talk about your career, you got to talk about purpose. So you yes. are, getting, you know, you are getting to the basics, which is what <laughs> I truly believe you need to do. Yeah. You know, before you, um, before you go anywhere, you got to look at purpose. You that have is to. Purpose. You definitely have to. You have to understand yeah. like what your strengths are, what even what you don't want to do. You know, in order to know or try to pinpoint the thing that really makes you want to get out of the bed. You know, if you were to tell me, okay, you know, you are going to work in a cubicle Mm -hmm. that will not motivate me to get out of the bed. I know for a fact, (laughs) because I've experienced it, that, you know, a cubicle setting is not for me. Right. (laughs) You know, when you talk about teaching and coaching and understanding my strengths and what I bring to that arena, that that's part of my why. That's what really inspires me. So Mm. part of discovering purpose is understanding what you don't want, Mm. you know, um, in order to get to what what it is that will make make you get out of the bed in the morning. Yes. Yes. Mm. I like that. What's going to make you get out of bed in the mm-hmm. morning? You know, some of us get up because we have to. Right. <laughs> What's going to make us want to get out of the bed? To. In the yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, let me add, you know, our, this entire theme for the month, we're going on, you know, surviving to thrive. And I knew it would be the perfect opportunity, a perfect theme for this month and to really kind of just summarize what it is we want to do or what I had in mind, which was just sharing some journeys of some challenges, some Mm -hmm. trials and how we, you know, came out on the other side. Is there something that you could, could talk to that approaches that at all? You know, we've all had these challenges. Share with us, you know, something that would be inspiring. Yeah, I think part of 2015 just really stands out in my mind as a pivotal moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um I I when I was searching for what my purpose was, I would say that 2015 really was the opening into doing a lot of work. And one of the works that I had to do was some healing work. So when I think about surviving, I think about, you know, some of the things that I was struggling with, you know, um, can't prepare for purpose or even prepare to be a, a wife. I think if you haven't dealt with some things, you know, that really needs God's attention and your attention and some healing work around it. So for me, you know, I had some childhood wounds. 
that I had to um, really investigate and look deeper into and make those connections. I didn't realize how my own past was affecting my relationships. I didn't realize that I was a fixer in my mm. relationships, you know, and fixing and um, doing some of these heavy lifting work is what I call it, will make you stay in situations longer than you should because you feel, you know, you take on projects and you feel like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Not realizing that that mentality might be tied to some past wounds. So 2015, December is when I started seeing a therapist Mm -hmm. to really help me unpack um, why I was anxious about, you know, relationships, some of my negative Mm -hmm. self-talk, exactly getting to the root of it, um, my abandonment issues, Mm. you know. So I think as adults, we, we see it, but we don't we don't fully understand the connections. And so we keep picking the same person, not because we want to, but because it's a cycle, you know, it's like, until you learn the lesson, you're going to continue to repeat it. Yeah. And so for me, I had to really talk about my own self-worth and the fact that I had to be complete, you know, allowing God to complete me in his image, in his likeness. And that didn't take a man. That didn't take uh, a marriage. That didn't take me um, being, you know, finding the one. That took me becoming the one. Yeah. So for me, I think that was until I was willing to be like, God, I surrender to you. And I'm going to put what I want to do over to the side and let you, you know, show me exactly what it is I need to work on. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't until I did that that I was moving in the direction of thriving. Yes. Unfor- yes. And I shouldn't say unfortunately. Fortunately, healing work requires that you're going to go through some painful stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going mm-hmm. to have to take that Band-Aid off, you're going to have to deal with that open and festering wound in order for the real healing to really stick and happen. And I think also when I started to deal with, you know, the issues with my dad and my my parents and feeling abandoned myself, um, that I was able to actually realize how carrying this baggage was blocking me from really stepping into my purpose, Mm. you know, because when you carry baggage, it's like you're living in the past and you don't even realize it. You're carrying, I was carrying the baggage of my parents and I didn't even realize it. So when my teacher saw in me, you know, you're going to be a teacher, you should go to school for education. I told her, absolutely not. Um, that is not what God has for me, (laughs) not knowing that Dr. Suarez was planting that seed and speaking into my life, but because of where I was, I couldn't accept it. Right. You couldn't see it. I couldn't. (laughs) You were carrying so much stuff. You were focused on carrying that weight. Right. So like how, how in the world could I could God use me to teach people? Like, I just couldn't see it. And so I started looking for, you know, looking for my purpose in other places. And I don't regret the journey that I've taken. It just made the process a little bit longer. Yeah. But I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about God. Yes. You know, and sometimes you have to go through the pain in order to come out on the other side as a survivor and as a person that's thriving. Because you know that you've dealt with your your stuff. You know that you know exactly how to, um, I guess, how to have confidence in yourself and also how to love yourself deeply. Yes. To know exactly, okay, this is not for me. Yes, this is for me. This you is know? for me. So Absolutely. 
It's, it's definitely um, given me a deeper appreciation, even when I work with teachers that are struggling. Um, I understand that part of it is not knowing themselves, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not own, knowing their own power and strength, just like me. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Um, they're carrying their own negative self-talk. You know, they're not going to, the kids are not going to listen to me or, you know, I'm too young. You know, I, I don't know how to make connections with parents or kids. So it really helps me guide them along, you know, their process of becoming yes. um, and hoping to instill some tools that they can take with them into their own personal lives. But for me, definitely surviving just my own past, you know, where, where I've been, um, letting go of some family, um, habits and behaviors, um, that are not good, that weren't good, but being able to recognize it. And, um, I say to everyone, yes, I am a Christian. Yes. God is my, my therapist. And I'm also glad that he has equipped human beings as well with the tools to help as therapists and coaches. And so there's, there's no reason why both can't go hand in hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I was listening today and I heard um, a speaker say, you know, prayer will often lead you to the door, but then your job, your job comes in, you have to do the work. You got to open it on in and do the work yeah. you, just, you know you just summarized that beautifully yeah, yeah you, you do I mean and that basically is how it applies and sometimes like you said the journey is so oh mm-hmm. it's so burdensome but you like you said also previously mm-hmm. I would not exchange one thing mm-hmm. about my journey because mm-hmm. it makes us who we are. Yeah. You know, it makes us who we are um, if we do the journey the right way, if right. we learn along the way. You know what I mean? And that's the and that's the part. You have to you have to be able to learn um in order to grow. And um, you know, you always hear people say, trust the process, trust the process. But no one mm-hmm. explains that that process is painful. Yes. <laughs> it's not yeah. going to be easy. And so a lot of people abandon, you know, the mission in the middle of going through the process because it's hard or they don't have the support system or they don't believe in themselves. But you have to go through the process to get to thriving. There's there's yeah. no shortcut because it will be short lived. Exactly. I like that. No shortcut. It'll be short lived. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, so, so let me, add, I mean, you have told us basically, you know, how you have come out of your challenge and how you went on to thrive. Mm-hmm. If you can kind of summarize a couple of nuggets that you would give other women who are trying to do the same thing. I mean, like I said, you are an example of how it should be done. Mm-hmm. But if you could kind of summarize that just a little and tell these women, you know, you're going to come out this struggle and let me tell you how to do it and thrive in the process. Yeah, I think struggle um, sometimes gives us this false idea of helplessness. Mm. Um, and helplessness is this idea of unable, that we're unable to help ourselves. And I believe most of our struggle is not from the inability to help ourselves, but from a lack of direction on where to start. And so for me, you know, I guess the advice I will offer anyone that is struggling um, with getting through their own situation into thriving is to do some mind, body, and spirit work. That's what I call it. Um, This means that... um, you know, you're, you're going to get a little uncomfortable. Um, and it might be some new uncharted territory, but at the end you'll get the result of the abundant life that you want. So when I talk about some, some mind work, or when I talk about doing this work, I'm really talking about moving from helplessness to empowerment and from Mm -hmm. having like negative self-talk into having a growth mindset. 
So the mind work that I'm talking about is actually doing a mental detox. So actually, if you work with me, we will, one of the very first things that we will do is a mental detox. We consume so much junk. And not only from the world, but just even from years of what people have told us, you know, years of what we believe about ourselves. So we do what I call like a mental detox so that we can really look at our thinking. We really look at the junk that makes us anxious, that makes us nervous, that makes us worried and fearful. Yes. And so one of the things that we do um, is that we get still and we meditate. Mm. And that might be new for some people, but you need to get alone time to quiet your mind Mm -hmm. and also align with God. Mm. So I know that for me, when um, prior to the pandemic, I, I struggled in this area because, you know, I would wake up out the door in the car in traffic, go to work. Yeah. You know, doing what I got to do, great papers, meeting with parents to do it all over again, you know, get back in my car. Now I'm in rush hour traffic and now I'm home and I have to get something to eat and, you know, try to get myself ready and do all of this again. And this pandemic has really helped me to slow down Mm -hmm. and make sure that I am in alignment before I start my day. So prior to the pandemic compared to now when I get ready for work is totally different. And for me, that means waking up at sometimes 4.30 in the morning, five Mm. o'clock in the morning. And I meditate and spend alone time with God, not asking him for anything, you know? And I think that's where some of us sometimes um, miss the mark, just get quiet. And listen, you know, the sheeps will know his voice. Well, in order to know his voice, you just have to get still so yes. that he can talk and still your mind and check in with yourself and see, am I anxious about anything? You know, and then I move into prayer and then, you know, I move into, I have a little treadmill that I get on, just do a little 20, 30 minute walk. And then I start my day. So Mm -hmm. we we definitely um, go through a mental detox. We look at your thoughts. We look at um, incorporating daily affirmations. How are you encouraging yourself? What are you feeding your mind? What are some good books that you can start reading to help build up your confidence? Um, Some of the, the books that I read, especially for the mind work, is like my Bible, the book of Psalms. Mm. The Psalms itself is like a gold mine, you know, and it really speaks to um, our struggles and how God met David so he can also meet us. You know, there's a plethora of meditation apps um, and there are some other books that I'll talk about at the end. And then we do some spirit work, you Mm -hmm. know, because sometimes spiritual, you need that spiritual detox. You know, what are you consuming that's feeding that's feeding and giving comfort to you staying stuck where you are. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we, we are stuck because of what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yeah. because we don't know, but because of what we're constantly consuming and feeding our spirit. Yes. You know, whether that's through TV, whether that's through IG and just using our fingers to sh- to scroll through people's pictures and we start to, you know, envy and we start to, I want her life. And why can't I do that? That all feeds your spirit. Yes. Yeah, so we need some um, time to separate. And that might mean separating from people and things. And once again, spending some alone time and journaling and even your music, what you consume to help you, um, refocus and really tackle some of the things that are weighing you down. And then last is the body work. What keeps you motivated, excited? You know, when I think about my body now, you know, I'm able to get up 5 o'clock in the morning. That means that I'm giving my body rest. Mm-hmm. You know, so nine, nine thirty, don't call me. I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I love it. You know, in order to wake up and do the thing that's important for me to stay sane, 
I have to make sure that I'm meditating and praying and working out when I can. So that means that I have to listen to my body, you know, and I have to also plug into what I'm doing. Does it really feed me? Yeah. And if it doesn't, then what do I need to do to change? I felt before I stepped into this position, you know, teaching is my calling, but I felt like I wanted to get out of the classroom. I just didn't know how. And it was taking a toll on my body and it was Mm. taking a toll on my mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and I remember God speaking to me and telling me exactly the position to apply for. And I was just like, "Mm, that sounds good, but I, I I don't know if I, you know, qualify or I don't, this is where the self-doubt comes in again, you know, but then my body was taking a toll. And I was breaking down. So once again, once I got quiet with God, I went for the opportunity. And now I'm doing, I'm coaching the thing that I'm loving to do, that I want to do with women, you know, next year, I'm I'm actually coaching teachers and students. So what are the things that you enjoy doing? You know, what are some of the things that you can eliminate? How do you move? Do you dance? Do you do yoga? Do you walk? All these things can help to enhance our mood and our thinking. Yes. So you have to definitely do what I call some mind, body, and spirit work. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you be a catalyst to to the change that you need in the area that you're struggling with. It might sound so like simple, but mm-hmm. trust me, when you do the work, it works. It works. And it, uh, it's yeah. like a um, locking key. You know, once once you put it in and you turn, you really start to see other areas of your life start to turn around. But you have to make these adjustments. Yes, yes, absolutely. Just do a mind, body, soul overhaul. Yes. Absolutely. I yes. love it. Those were some really good nuggets right there, Denise. Praise God. Now, let me ask you this as well. You know, we are still in the middle of this pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, who I know I didn't think that, you know, we're coming up on what, six, seven months now. Yeah. And you know, the country is reopening a bit and then some parts have reopened and closed. (laughs) You know, it has just been quite a different kind of year. Mm -hmm. just a different season altogether, mm-hmm. just altogether. So how have you handled life, you know, business and, and, and personal life mm-hmm. since COVID? What challenges have you had? What have you had to change? Mm-hmm. What have you done to, to work and, you know, survive in this season? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I survived COVID. Maybe I should put that on a shirt. Or I survived 2020 because this has definitely, definitely been a year. And I think a lot of us, when 2020 came around, we were like, oh my gosh, you know, new decade and all this other stuff. And it's really been like, whoa. (laughs) So for me, um, I think one of the blessings in COVID has been this ability to really slow down. And to just come on pause. And for some people, it has really been eye-opening. I think for a lot of people, it's been eye-opening. It's been eye-opening to the things that um, they didn't realize that they missed. Like for me, just being able to sit on my couch and Netflix binge and Hulu binge like it was nobody's business. Yeah. Paying for a service that I wasn't using. Absolutely. Don't we but all? I got, you know, COVID hit and I got to to just catch up on some shows that everybody was talking about, but I didn't, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to partake in. So right. I think the biggest thing has been um just the ability to slow down and rest. Yes. Um and also look at the areas. And before I even go into that, that was the biggest thing for me. I okay. think being on autopilot and constantly going, mm-hmm. um, I needed this break and I didn't realize how much I needed. 
um, this time. I think it also um, put in perspective for me my business. So, you know, that did slow down for a little bit because, and I'm glad that it did because if I would have kept going at the rate that I was going, I would have missed the opportunity to get my certification as a life coach. I would have missed, um, you know, hearing exactly the new direction that, you know, God wanted to move me into. Um, I would not have grown as much as I have in meditation and even getting a, I've been saying for the longest, oh, I need to work out. I was able to get my treadmill in my home. So it just gave me the time to to rest and slow down and then see the areas in which, you know, God wanted to speak to me in. Um, I am blessed to say that I'm a COVID survivor. Ah. So that was something in New York, especially during March and April, was very, very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very um, uncertain. You know, so you you start thinking like, well, you know, is this it? Because it was that serious, oh, it you was. know, and having asthma myself and being told, you know, being turned away mm. from the hospital is like, okay, I'm I'm just supposed to sit here and die. You know, the mind starts going, you know, and it just gave me the opportunity to pray and to really be like, God, whatever your will is. And to be comfortable with that, you know, um, I was able to, I had mild symptoms, thank God, um, had my own asthma treatment at home. So I was able to do that. I had the fever and the body aches, um, loss of taste um, for a little bit, but as quickly as it came, thank God, it also passed. Yes. You no. Know? So I'm yeah. I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Um, but it was also hard because I lost so many people around me. Mm. And even my co-teacher, um, she lost her father and her grandmother in April. Oh. So so many people, you know, some of us had it and we were able to, you know, get through it, but so many people didn't. So it just gave you a deeper appreciation for life, but it also, there was also a grieving process. Yes. You know, and learning yeah. how to grieve differently because you couldn't go, you know, to mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. funerals. I'm like, what in the world? Now I can chuckle about it a little bit, but in the beginning I was just like a Zoom, f- what is, what is mm-hmm. that? What, yeah. what do you mean I can't? What do you mean that the casket can't be open? What do you mean that there's still a danger of, you know, being exposed? So it has really forced you to be like, okay, this is uncertain and all of this is new and we haven't gone through this, but I know that my God is still the same. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to learn from this experience and I'm going to, um, just just quiet, you know, mm-hmm. quiet myself and use this time to spend more time with him, use this time to really grow into, okay, God, what do you, what am I supposed to do now? And so mm-hmm. one of the things that did happen is I started, um, you know, a little girlfriend check-in series. Mm-hmm. I was having these one-off conversations with girlfriends and I was like, let me just, you know, have a three-part series where we talk about different things. And, you know, I check in and I was able to see people actually tuning in, you know, and they're like, we were looking for something like this and just ha- having a, a new sense of community. Yes. You know, while sharing what we were going through real time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and even for my single ladies, it's like, how am I supposed to date now <laughs> during a pandemic, God? Like, really, that you right? Know? right. <laughs> you know, I hear pandemic dating is a big thing. Yes, it is. But being being okay with something different, you right. know, and having the talk with some of my girlfriends about, you know, I never would have considered online dating prior to this. Right. You know, right. so we we definitely had some chuckles and we shared some 
very um, deep moments about going through COVID alone. Yes. You know, for many of us that live by ourselves. Yes. And you know, people, everybody takes, you know, everybody has had a different experience with COVID. You know, they faced it in different, you know, in different relationships, some, Mm -hmm. you know, their entire family. But then, like you said, we've got a lot of single people who Mm -hmm. we shut the country down, you know, and they are sitting at home by themselves just trying to maintain their sanity, not to mention listening to the grim news, you know, coming in every time you turn around. And it was, it It was was very rough here in the DC metro area, Mm -hmm. still trying to climb out. But I know with New York being the epicenter and, you know, you even dealing with it personally and, you know, just the, it's bad enough that you, you had the virus, but then you couldn't even really go to the hospital overwhelmed. And, you know, you were like, well, I'm supposed to take care of myself. And I know I have this underlying condition, Yeah, but, um, you know, even in that God just shows up, he shows his face. We've had a lot of loss. You know, I too have, have dealt with loss of Mm. family members and, and friends, but, it's amazing how, you know, God just continues to show us his face, even yes. in the situations, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. It helps you to hold on, um, helps you to be resilient. It you definitely, know? it definitely does. And I think the biggest change for me, um, was just getting quiet and still, yes. you know, and not trying to keep up. And, you know, there were a lot of ads coming out about, oh, if you come out of this season without doing X, Y, and Z, then, you know, you were lazy or you were this. No, some people, some people needed the time out. Yes. Yes. It's different for everyone. Yeah. So different for everyone. Absolutely. Well, Denisha, oh my goodness, this has (laughs) been so, so rich. Just your experience and, and and just the breadth of knowledge that you're, you know, laying out to us is awesome. I know that somebody out there is going to benefit from this <laughs> entire conversation. And I, I'm so thankful for the topic. I'm thankful yeah. that, you know, we've been given this opportunity to talk about it. <laughs> and definitely thankful that I was able to talk to you yes. about it. Definitely. Definitely. So we're going to start to close things up here. Okay. Tell me um, what kind of resilience advice can you give to our listeners? Again, you know, you've hit on all of that. Mm-hmm. So you know, anything real simple that you want to say about resilience? Yeah, I have some quick, quick three tips. You know, resilience is all about the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. And, but I think also that in our recovery, we need to celebrate the small things Mm -hmm. and acknowledge where we've been and how we were able to rise above that difficulty. I think sometimes we can play small Yes. And not realize, no, that was a win, no matter how small it was, you know, because the more you're able to see it, then you, you, you'll start to believe that I can overcome, I can, you know, get through this situation and you're able to use those past instances mm-hmm. as a testimony to yourself, you know, so definitely celebrate, acknowledge and celebrate the small things. Take some time for soul care. Yes. You know, and for me, that looked like I am going to take off my superwoman cape and I'm going to put it over Mm -hmm. the side. And I know that I am resilient and resilience means that I also have to take care of my my soul. You know, I have to take care of myself and take a time a time out once in a while for me Um, and then also take care of your mind. Yes. You know, so like I said, through meditation, prayer, um, you know, make sure that you have a strong support system, what you constantly feed yourself. Um, Just make sure that you're taking care of your mind and really looking at um, having positive self-talk 
mm-hmm. um, especially during this time, because we're, we are going to get through this. Like, you know, it's, it's October. We're about to go into November soon. We, we are a resilient people, people that are listening to this podcast. You are resilient, yes. you know, um, yes. it's just making sure to take care of of the small things so that you can continue to have the energy and the strength to to go forward mm-hmm. beautiful absolutely absolutely beautiful yeah wow leaves me kind of speechless <laughs> <laughs> leaves me kind of speechless so denisha let me ask you this what resources can you recommend or would you recommend to our listeners, you know, that relate back to this topic or just any resources that you have found helpful for you in your journey? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest resources, like I said, is definitely, um, my Bible, the book of Psalms. Um, it has been a huge encouragement for me. Um, even during, you know, COVID just rehearsing some, some of the verses or going back to some of the passages as a way of encouragement. Um, there's a plethora of meditation apps, um, that are out there that are free that really helps, you know, get your mind centered and, um, even with music, you know, I, I love, I have some, meditation songs that's just the ocean or just water. Um, So that has helped me a lot. You also have Headspace, you have Abide, and you have Calm that are some um, meditation apps. And then in terms of books, um, Atomic Habit by James Clare um, talks all about how the little changes that you make Mm-hmm. becomes your daily habit, becomes your lifestyle, and how that also impacts your mind, your thinking, and your purpose. Yeah. So um, Atomic Habit is definitely a, a great read along with The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. Yeah. Four Agreements? Mm-hmm. The Four Agreements. Okay. Um, which is also another great resource. It's a small... It's a small book, um, but all of these these things help feed, you know, of course, our mind and our thinking, especially going through going through this time and giving us a sense of hope um, and, you know, some directional steps that we can take to make just the little changes that will help sustain us. Yes, yes. They sound like awesome resources, ones that I'll definitely look into as well. Yeah. You know, even what I always say, too, is even if we don't have the time uh, to sit and read, you mm-hmm. know, those audible mm-hmm. awesome. We yes. can listen and have somebody read to us. I do a <laughs> lot of that. That's awesome. And um, I know a number of people in my family do as well. There are all kinds of ways to pull in the information that you need to pull in the meat that you need mm-hmm. for your nourishment um, to help you to, to, you know, navigate life, make it on your journey. That's right. awesome. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Denisha, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Today. This has <laughs> truly been wonderful. Do you have anything coming up that you want to tell us about? I know you said that yeah. you are preparing to really yeah. launch into coaching in a few months. Anything else you have going on? Yeah. So it's funny in, in the midst of about to launching, my website is going to be under construction. Okay. <laughs> but um, I still have my Christian apparel store. So you can definitely follow me on um, waitinginheels.com. Um, once again, that's waiting. Um, in heels, H E L L S.com. Um, there will be an under construction page up, but it will still have links to join my um, email list, also to email me. And eventually, there will be a link up there for my store. Um, we're getting ready for Black Friday. Um, and with everything that's going on, um, I, re- I really wanted to like express 
what I was feeling and some of the things that I was even going through. So one of the new apparels that we're going to offer is Her Her Life Matters. It's going to be a hoodie. Of course, it's in remembrance of Brianna. Um, And part of the proceeds will be donated back to her family as well. So um, once again, you know, just follow, get on my email list so you can get all the updates about the apparel. And also, you know, as we roll out, get ready to roll out my um, coaching Yes. Right in 2021. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so just just stay in tune with us. And like I said, um, waitinginheels.com. Um, even though it will be under construction, there will definitely be some links there. Great. And your social media handles? Yes. So on Instagram and Facebook, once again, that's Waiting in Heels. Um, my, I'm very active on my IG page and my, um, Facebook page as well. And I'm looking to start a group page in 2021, um, and more information about that, but you can definitely follow me on Instagram and Facebook at waiting in heels. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that is it again. Thank you so much for being our guest for this month. You all go out and follow Denisha. She's giving you her Instagram (laughs) handles and her website information. And I'll also be sure to include that information in the loft, which is coming up right after we get off the main level here. So thanks so much everyone for listening And we'll catch up next time on Leveling Up, the podcast with Alethea. This episode of Level Up, the podcast with Alethea Tucker is brought to you by Chef Tina Betterson with Better Served. Better Served is a personal chef and catering business that prepares food and specialty items for groups of two to 200. Their motto is, it's better serving you. Contact them today to find out what's on the menu. Better Served, bringing families back to the table. Her website is listed in today's loft. Go visit her on Facebook and Instagram at Better Served. The Loft. Welcome to The Loft. What a wonderful conversation we had with Denisha Bailey. And during our conversation, she has recommended some resources that I know our audience will find beneficial for them. The first one she talks about is the Bible, in particular, the book of Psalms. That is the book that she goes to for peace and for comfort and just as a way of helping her along when making day-to-day decisions. She also recommends a book called The Four Agreements, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. And in The Four Agreements, this author, Don Ruiz, Don Miguel Ruiz, reveals the source of self-limiting beliefs that rob us of joy and create needless suffering. Another book she recommends is The Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. That book is by James Clear. And lastly, I would like to recommend a new program that I've rolled out called Knowing Your Why. The program, it's a four-week program that's all about identifying your passions and purpose and taking a look at how they parlay to the way you desire to live life and what you desire to do in life. To find out more about this, visit www.knowingyourwhy.com. And until next time, have a good one. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up. Yeah.